Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Owner to Owner Podcast. My name is Felicia Harris, and I will be your host this morning. Now, you already know, owning a company is complex. There are a zillion moving parts. And when you bring employees into the picture, things get even more complex. Whether you have one employee or 10,000 employees, it can be a challenge to keep it all running smoothly. And that's where everything HR come in. We do one thing, HR. We're human capital experts. We're problem solvers. We make things simpler. In this complimentary podcast, we'll provide you with the latest HR and financial trends. Whether you do business in your home state or across the United States, you'll be able to call in and speak with HR and financial professionals about the issues that keep you up at night. But more importantly, you'll hear best practices from other business owners that have been in your shoes. And this morning is no exception. We're going to stop, and we're going to take the time to continue our COVID-19 pandemic um, special edition podcast as all of us walk through this economic crisis and physical crisis together. And so this morning, I want to stop and take the time to see what do we do while we stop and we wait on whether we've applied for the Paycheck Protection Program or the IDLE or any other grants and loans out there, what things should you be doing right now? The first week we focused on, oh, my God, what do I do with my employee base and how do I lay them off? Do I furlough them? What are those different things? I want to make sure I maximize whatever their benefits are. At the same time, take care of the business. And then the next week we end up concentrating on what do we do? Uh, for the loans, these different programs that are out there, what do they mean? What apply is applicable to us as a business owner, and what's applicable there for our employees? And then last week we ended up talking about uh, the federal programs for sick leave and how to apply that for those of you that are still operating and open right now that's considered to be an essential business. And so right now for a lot of business owners, You may not have been approved for the loans or the grants uh, that you applied for, and you're still waiting. And so there are things that you need to be doing right now today um, while you're sitting there in this holding pattern. And so this is what I want to take the time to talk about today. I want to talk about the financial planning process um, because right now, you know, we've been in this for over 30 days. The bills are coming due. And so what do you do right now in order to position yourself to come through this? And as I stated earlier, you can come through this. This is not your end. It's not the end of your story. It's not a period. Just place a comma right there. This is not the end of your story. Okay, so we're going to take the time over these next couple of weeks, probably walk you through this financial planning process step by step so that you know what actions you should be taking so that you come out 
on the other side, hopefully in a much better position than when you went in. And I know for some of you are like, what? How could that possibly be? Yes. Do know there is always opportunity when we're in an economic downturn. There's always opportunity. Many of us look, there's always money to be made. And I'm not saying that you have to go out and, and take advantage of situations that's there now. No, presently with what you have, you are able to actually come out much better than what you went in. And what do I mean by that? Let's start out just with the financial planning process. The first process and our first step in the financial planning process is if you do not have a financial advisor. I myself is a certified financial planner, and what that basically means is that we took special training, months and months of training, and a very long, vigorous exam in order to be certified as a financial planner to walk people through various life cycles, okay? If you want to know more about that, go to cfp.org, and it will talk to you about all of the things that we went through in order to obtain this special designation, okay? Um, but if not, it doesn't take that. You have your CPA. Hopefully your CPA is someone that's well-versed in the process and, and someone that you communicate with on a very frequent basis about your finances, be it personal and or business. The things that we're going to talk about today, because you are a small business owner, and I know that for some of you, and, and, and I've made the different sessions on it, some of you are looking at your small business as being your retirement plan. And in the past, we talked about the dangers of that because we could come in through an economic cycle that we're in right now, Well, right now everyone's business is at a standstill. So that could have an impact on the value of our business and our timing of when we want to sell that business. And so it's not good to just make your business your retirement plan, okay? And so I don't want to focus right now on retirement plans, even though the CARE Act had some things that actually go talk about the retirement planning process. We'll do that, cover that section um, in another session on the podcast. What I really want to focus on is the financial planning process you're establishing a relationship with trusted advisors that are able to walk you through this economic cycle, okay? You need to have someone that you're able to open up your books and you can plan together and figure out where you're at. And what that basically means, let's gather all of your debts, all of your obligations that you have. Let's look at the interest rates of each of those. Let's look at the payments that's required for each of them. And then let's kind of put those in an order, okay? And then the next thing you want to do is do understand a lot of financial institutions have said that they are willing to work with you during this time frame. For some of you, that's a huge blessing, this is an opportunity for you to lower some of those interest rates on some of those, you know, obligations that you have and, 
and or renegotiate some of the terms, okay? They understand this is not something of your doing that, that all of us are in. This is something that was, you know, basically come upon all of us at the same time. And so do know this is not something that's going to automatically happen. This is something you have to stop, pick up the telephone, and actually have conversations with these individuals. That also includes your, you know, whoever you may have a a lease through and you're renting your office space or building space. Now, with that being said, I want to make this stipulation too. Do understand, for those of us that may be leasing office space um, from someone, they're individuals too. They're in this too. They have bills too as well. They may have a mortgage out still on your facility. And so you want to be fair with them too as well because you want them to be able to make the mortgage payments for the building that you're in so that you all can go back and, you know, conduct business as as usual once we can get back into the workplace and get our economy going again. And so be honest with them. Let them know what it is that you can do and what you cannot do, okay? And you, the two of you work out terms that's agreeable, all right? Um, And that also includes for your mortgage. Do know that your mortgage companies is willing to work with you, whether they're looking to put your current payments on the back end of your mortgage. Do know with doing that, most likely your interest rates will continue. So your interest is not going to stop. They'll just roll that payment to the back, but you still have the compounding interest um, that will be upon that bill. So know that. In taking this opportunity, once you take a look at all of your liabilities, what are your assets? What are some of the things that you actually own right now? How can you utilize those assets to your benefit right now? And so that now, basically, once you have those two components, guess what? Now you've come up with what we call your net worth. It's just your assets minus your liabilities, Lise. That's your net worth. And I know that we've heard that term before, not really knowing what it is for some of you. I also understand how finances is intimidating for some individuals. And so I'm hoping that my years of of teaching this on a collegiate level and trying to break this down um, for you will simplify this process for you where it's no longer this daunting task that you just do not understand. Hopefully it will be something that you're able to embrace, okay? Now, for those of you that are business owners, you're going to be doing this not only just on a personal level, but you're going to do the very same thing on your business side. You're going to go through that same process, all of your liabilities that you have um, there for the business, and then also what are your assets? Those are your accounts receivables that you have for the business. And, and how do those two balance out, okay? And we can start from there. That information provides for us what's your cash flow right now so we know how, many, how much money is actually still coming in, if any is coming in, 
okay? If none is coming in, that's information too. So we know where our shortfalls are, our shortfalls are and so we can move on um, from there. Now we have information that, guess what? We're able to take that to our creditors and say, hey, I have absolutely no cash flow that's coming in. It is I'm the simple fact that I'm making this phone call out to you, letting you know up ahead of time, I desire to, to pay you. But right now, there is zero cash flow or revenue coming into the business. And so with that, I need to come up with some payment terms. Okay? Again, when you're making these payment terms, do understand, we talked about in the very first session that we started this special podcast, you need to come up with a three-month, a six-month, a nine-month, and a one-year plan, okay? Why am I going out that far? Because you're saying, oh, my God, I hope the economy is open then. Because you may not be back up to par within the three-month time frame when the economy does get back started. You may not be back up in six months or nine months. It may take you a year to get back um, to the same scale that you were before all of us went into a uh, stay home and stay safe and save lives uh, position that we're in right now. And so you want to make sure that when you talk with your creditors, you want to let them know foreseeably you may need to have terms that actually go out for the next six months or nine months. And so be honest with them, but you can't be honest with them until you know exactly where it is that you stand. Again, hopefully you have an advisor that you're able to talk to about this and allow them to review it because there's nothing like having someone else um, take a look at your books. They will look at it from a different perspective. Do understand, for all of us, our businesses are like our babies, so we're, we're emotionally attached to it. But we, sometimes we need someone else to take a look at our, our business and because they're not as attached, and they're able to see things that we cannot see. And so definitely work with someone that you can one of the things that we will be providing, and I want to make sure that everyone is aware of this, if you, are, if you do not have financial planning software like a life plan or um, QuickBooks will just give you the information like the, the reports, but it doesn't put it into an actual plan for you, we are going to providing you with a complimentary 90-day financial plan, and that is um, – for everyone, we're going to try and tie it to um, our LinkedIn page so everyone that ties into or, or connects with us on everything HR1 um, on LinkedIn to our company page. We will be sending you a link to a 90-day subscription for a complimentary financial plan. And myself, as well as my compliance officer, Elma Wedderburn, both of us have almost 80 years of experience in this field. And so we will talk with you. If you don't have someone, 
We've held meetings with the CPA as well as um, with ourselves in order to come up with a viable plan for you. Understanding that a financial plan should be a living document that is a clear reflection of various economic cycles uh, that we're in as well as the various life events that take place with you as an individual. So it should be a living document that's constantly changing. And so this is a gift that we want to make sure that you have because we want you to survive. And so I was able to um, actually get a provider that we use quite frequently to actually give the software or the program away to uh, our clients as well as those that listen to us frequently um, here on the podcast as well as other business relationships that we've established um, throughout this crisis, a 90-day subscription um, to uh, individuals that we'll provide this link with. We'll be able to talk with you as, like I said, share it with your CPA or your bookkeepers or whoever your other trusted advisors uh, that you have, and let us work together in order to come up with a plan that's right for you. We can coach you along. Um, again, I will say this, we're doing this as a compliment, so we will be able to coach you. We just can't do the work for you, again, because we're a business and we're trying to make sure that we make it to you on the other side. Everything that I'm able to give you as I start at this session, uh, this series on COVID-19, I, I am more than willing to give you, but we just can't do the work for you. We can tell you the things that you want to say to the creditors and how you approach them on there. And while I'm on that topic, do understand, you do not want to go to them um, in a very mean fashion, okay, and demanding. Um, people are willing to work with someone that's nice to them, that's cordial to them, and just very professionally explain your situation and, and what you have to work with and what you don't have to work with. Okay, so I cannot stress that enough. Do understand that the person on the other side of that phone may and may not be the person that has the authority to uh, make concessions for you. So you may have to ask that person, who is that individual that you can talk to in order to make those concessions, um, be it from, you know, our cable bills, our Internet bills, um, in our office or workplace and in, there in our home. There's only so much that other person on the other end has been told that they can and cannot do. So be nice to them and know that they're there to help you, but do know that they may have constraints too as well. And so you want to be cognizant of that. The next step in moving down the financial planning process um, is after the data gathering, um, you want to begin to start making some decisions. What are the alternate courses of action outside of just calling the creditors? What other things are you able to do? And that's going to vary from person to person. For some of you um, that are off completely, you may also end up being, 
you know, applying for the self-employed. So that's some income that's coming in. Others of you may have had um, the, you know, insurance where your business is covered for lost income. And so you had that coverage, so you have that income still coming in. Um, they're for your business or during these time frames. So if that's going to vary, what are, let's, let's just basically peel this onion and see what are all of your alternatives that you have personally and professionally that we can take a look at as being an alternative uh, during this time frame. Let's take a look at what are the, the taxable implications of those alternatives. What are the risks associated with each of those alternatives? Okay. The things that I'm talking to you about, yes, it is a lot, and it does take up require a lot of time. But once you put this together, it is something that really uh, it becomes a living document where all it takes is just little tweaks every now and then as to how uh, you want to implement uh, different aspects of your financial plan. The next thing you want to do is once you begin to implement your financial plan, who's going to be tracking that plan? Who's the responsibilities? In the very beginning when you established a relationship uh, with the, you know, your financial professionals or your trusted advisors, what roles do each of you actually play in the implementation as well as into uh, the, the monitoring of each of those things? Who's going to be monitored and making sure if you got a reduction in the interest rate of a credit card or any other loan that you may have, that when the next billing cycle come up, that that, has, that was actually implemented. So we have to make sure that we track these things, we follow these things. Same thing with your mortgage, okay? Also, make certain you want to actually pull your credit report your personal credit report, and your business credit report. You want to pull those things now. Um, I highly recommend that you go to ftc.gov, that's the Federal Trade Commission.gov website, and go to where it says credit report or identity theft. Everyone is able to uh, pull a free credit report annually. I'm telling you to go that route because if you just Google free credit report, there are so many other uh, businesses or, or entities that have tried to come up with URLs that are very similar to the government's uh, free credit report that I don't want you to end up clicking on one where you end up having to pay for a service. And so typically I will go through and I'll go through uh, access it through the federaltradecommission.gov, and then just type in the search engine free credit report, and then that'll take you right to it where you pull it from all three bureaus. Okay, um, but remember, pull it for yourself and as an individual, but also pull your credit report for your business too as well. You want to make sure you review all of those things. If there's anything on that credit report that you do not recognize. There's a place on there for you to dispute it. Um, the moment that you dispute it, it is removed from your credit report. Uh, the 
creditor that is on there has 30 days to actually respond, so they must respond uh, to your inquiry on there, and it will be removed until they respond accordingly. Same thing for your business, anything on there that you do not recognize. Once you do that um, and you're able to identify everything on your credit report, um, you want to check off those creditors of whatever the arrangements are that you've made um, on there, and you want to move forward uh, with follow-up with that. The one thing that you want to do is wait maybe another 60, 90 days. Take a look at your credit score. Monitor your credit score from where you are right now. As to where you will be like 60, 90 days from now, you want to make sure that any of those arrangements that you made with any of those creditors did not have a negative impact on your credit score. Remember, your credit score is a reflection of you and your credit worthiness as a person. And so you want to make sure as you talk with these creditors that the, the arrangements that you're making with them are not going to be something that's going to negatively impact you, your credit rating because you need to have a very positive, robust credit rating, okay, um, because you may decide that you want to expand. You may, need, you may need to have additional loans. Do understand, the better your credit score, the lower the interest rate and that you're able to obtain if you need additional loans over and above that that you may have already applied for uh, there from the PPP or from the IDLE or any of the other loans or grants that's out there, okay? Uh, so definitely monitor the credit ratings of personally as well as the business credit rating. Uh, and score is very, very important. If you don't have a DUNS number, do know DUNS numbers are free. So you're able to go out and get a DUNS number. Uh, you do not have to pay for a DUNS number, but you also can uh, monitor. Now, it is a, it, you, there is a cost associated with DUNS uh, to get your credit score for your business and, or to have that monitored for you. There is one, uh, a fee associated with that. It's a very small fee, um, but it's something that's well worth it. Um, to monitor the credit score of your business for you on your behalf. Um, they will send you a sheet. They'll tell you about inquiries uh, that are made on your business. Uh, and so um, be cognizant of that, uh, too, as well. I know we're down to the last few minutes, um, but I definitely wanted to make sure that we start this process on talking about financial planning and the things that you need to do in this time frame while you're in somewhat of a holding period, waiting on any loans or grants that you may have. Again, I want to reiterate, we will be giving everyone that um, ends up um, not just liking our, our LinkedIn page, you must connect to our business LinkedIn page. Um, when you actually follow us on LinkedIn at Everything HR1, that's Everything HR1, we will be sending you 
a link to a complimentary 90-day financial planning uh, code. And myself, as well as uh, my compliance officer, um, who all of us are very well-versed in the financial planning process, um, I will tell you, Elmo is very good at, at, at investments. That's his heart. That's his passion. Um, and so we will be coming back and doing podcasts um, in reference to evaluating um, your investments uh, during this time of, of COVID-19. And so look for it uh, for that particular podcast that will be coming out um, here uh, within the next few weeks or so. Again, Thank you so very much for spending your time and your day uh, there with us. And do know there is light on the other side um, of this tunnel. Um, just keep moving through. Every day puts us much closer to a day where things will get back to a new normal and a new way of doing business. There are tons of lessons that can be learned for all of us and how we cope with the things that come our way. And so this is a learning opportunity. Remember that. Um, the things that, you know, rights and wrongs, things that we figure that are wrong, that's, that's just an opportunity for us to learn, okay? And so don't beat yourself up. Um, definitely in at any time throughout any of this process, um, these are learning opportunities because we will have another downside to our economy. And the lessons that you learn today, you'll be able to take those forward for the next time. And not only that, you'll be able to share these lessons learned with other business owners, okay, because you would have walked through their shoes. As I stated, Earlier, I've been through the crash of 87. I've come through the bond crisis in the 90s. I end up going through 9-11, and I went through 2008. Each time that I went through those crises, I came out better, personally and professionally. That's why I'm here today to be able to say, I'm not worried. I'm not concerned. I know I gained the tools from coming through all of those other economic cycles and downturns. And that this time, I'm more confident. I'm more confident that there's light on the other side. There's things that I put in place. I tried to make sure that I had a business that could weather each economic cycle, that there's some product or service, you know, that can be supplied to bring in some type of revenue at some point in some time. This is your opportunity to do the same. Take a look at your business. There are tons of businesses now that are retooling and recognizing we can manufacture this or that. As small business owners, we're resilient. It doesn't take us that long in order to retool. We don't have to go through all the different things that our larger competitors have to go through in order to make adjustments and changes. We can do that very quickly. And that is a very huge advantage as small business owners that we have over our larger competitors. And so, again, thank you so very much. If you have any questions, feel free definitely to reach out to us um, here at support at everything HR 
everythinghrfs.net. That's support at everythinghrfs.net. Um, we will be adding a financial planning uh, complimentary consultation there. It will be on our website. Um, the website for the fee for the financial planning or financial services is everythinghrfs.net. That's everythinghrfs.net. You can also access it from our regular uh, website um, for the human resources. That's everythinghr.net. And if you click on the products and services tab, you'll be able to see the uh, financial services tab, and you can, it'll take you right on over to that website too as well. Again, we're here to walk with you, and thank you so very much for joining us this morning for our episode of the Everything HR Owner to Owner podcast, COVID-19 uh, special edition. Have a great day.